Hello everyone, welcome to episode 30 of the Big Dunks Podcast. Today the show will be just about the NFL and college football from this past weekend. It was an exciting weekend, opening week of course for the NFL and college football just staying exciting. Just a reminder, like the Big Dunch Podcast on Spotify, subscribe to my YouTube, Big Dunch, and follow me on TikTok, which is also called Big Dunch. It will be greatly appreciated. Starting off with the lovely NFL, great weekend. Um, of course, we all saw me and my reaction to the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals game. Um, that was one of the, not one of, I keep saying one of, no, it is the most stressful game I ever watched. They ended up winning 23 to 20 in overtime. Okay, I did live stream. So if you want to check out the live stream, go ahead. I will also be live streaming this Sunday for the Patriots visiting Pittsburgh. Had a good time live streaming last week. So I definitely appreciate it. Anybody who, you know, hopped on the live stream, I definitely had a good time. But looking at the, the Steelers Bengals game, Joe Burrow had four interceptions. Bengals had five overall turnovers. Okay, our defense carried us, making Fitzpatrick just one AFC uh, defensive player of the week. He had a pick six. 14 tackles and a blocked extra point. He was insane. Well-deserved. On the Steelers' offense, Mr. Biscuit with 194 yards and a passing touchdown in his Steelers' regular season debut. Our running game was weak, however. Okay, Najee Harris was actually second on the team at rushing with only 10 carries, 23 yards. That's a lot of carries that were given him, but only 23 yards. That's not really his fault. That's offensive line being poor. Okay, we saw him go down. He left the game uh, later on, but he will be playing this the Sunday against the Patriots. Chase Claypool is actually our leading rusher as a receiver. He had six rushes for 36 yards. Basically all of them um, were just end arounds, which I'm definitely happy, you know, getting him that, that ball. He definitely gets his yards with that. He just can't be our leading rusher, man. Uh, we got to get the offensive line going. And Najee Harris, of course, got, has to get going as well. Uh, Jalen Warren, he only had seven yards, but his blocking was, was, was what really put, you know, himself himself out there his blocking was insane uh, he was doing a lot of good pass blocking so you know congrats to Jalen Warren you know you're definitely uh you definitely know it by a lot of Steeler fans receiving okay we only had one receiving touchdown that was by Najee Harris he had three receiving yards but Pat Fry moved 75 yards and Deontay Johnson with 55 yards he had an insane catch definitely catch of the year so far um, with his one-handed catch that was in bounds later on in the game uh, going over to Bengals, quick Joe Burrow, not a tough, not a good game by him. He did pass for a lot, but that was a lot of you know coming back and uh, trash time yards, 30, 338 yards, but two passing touchdowns and four interceptions. Like I said, Joe Mixon definitely had himself a day. Uh, he was definitely going off. He had 63 receiving yards and 82 rushing yards. Jamar Chase as well had a great day, 10 receptions for 129 yards and a touchdown. We saw T.J. Watt get an interception and a sack, but he is out. Um, he said it'll be around six weeks with a torn pectoral muscle, so. Hey, well, I'm just grateful. Um, if it is six weeks, that's, of course, before our bye. Um, you know, we'll have basically half the season left for him to, you know, help us with that defense. But I'm just happy. Uh, I thought, of course, there was rumors that he could be out for the year, remainder of the season, you know, miss the rest of the regular season. Um, but apparently it's only six weeks. I don't know if that's really confirmed. Um, he said he will be back, though, from his uh, Twitter post. So I'm just glad that he's all right. Other games around the week. Okay, we saw Monday night. Denver Broncos losing to the Seahawks by one point. The Seahawks ended up winning 17 to 16. Of course, bad decisions at the end. Okay, coach should have had his $200 million quarterback try to get that first down instead of attempting a 60 plus yard field goal. Um, but I think the Broncos are going to be fine. I think there's a lot of overreactions. I think the Broncos are still going to be a very solid team and can still play for the playoffs. You know, Smith had himself a day. Um, 
But yeah, I really, you know, not a good decision by the coach for the Broncos, but he's learning. You know, I think this is his first time ever being a head coach. Geno Smith from the Seahawks through four, 195 yards and two touchdowns. Russell Wilson had himself 340 yards and a touchdown. Okay, they had they had themselves they had like four chances on the goal line to score and they just couldn't couldn't get it done. Um, that's not really Russell Wilson's fault. That's not the coach's fault. He he put they put the their players in the position to score. Okay, so yeah, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams fumbled. Okay, both of them fumbled. The coach put them in the position to score and they just couldn't get it done. Russell Wilson just does not have that luck um, in the end zone or in the red zone, whatever you call it, on the goal line. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Cowboys 19-3 on Sunday Night Football. Cowboys, of course, struggled once again. We saw Dak Prescott. Now he's going to need surgery. He's going to be out uh, for the majority of the season. So I don't know what the Cowboys are going to do with their quarterback situation. They could keep Cooper Rush, which I do not recommend, or they could trade for maybe Mason Rudolph. I'd be happy with that. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but, yeah, Cowboys, that, that talent situation that they have, they have so much talent, but they can't get it done. I think Jerry Jones would step away from that GM's position after this year. And I think Mike McCarthy, uh, I think he's done. I think he's done after this year. He's on the hot seat, of course. Raiders ended up losing to the Chargers. Okay. Chargers won 24-19. Other games. Vikings beat the Packers 23-7. I actually had the Vikings beating the Packers. Aaron Rodgers had a terrible game. 195 yards, interception. Jordan Love even got some playing time. He was 22 for 34. Aaron Rodgers was, so he was not playing good. A lot of people are saying that. Of course, he's not going to be that good without Devontae Adams. And we saw last year, he threw like three interceptions, I think it was, and ended up winning MVP. I think it's too early to bash Rodgers and the Packers, but I do think the Vikings are a solid team. Titans, another team that lost by a missed field goal. They ended up losing to the Giants 21-20. Cardinals getting embarrassed by the Chiefs, losing 44-21. Falcons blowing the lead against the Saints, 27 to 26. Taysom Hill had himself a day on the ground running. Uh, Dolphins beating the Patriots. I was surprised by that. I thought it would be a close game, let alone them winning by 13 points. They ended up winning 27. 49ers lost to the Bears. Who I thought the Bears would be one of the worst teams in the league. Bears ended up winning 19 to, uh, 19 to 10. Browns beat the Baker Mayfield and the Panthers, 26 to 24. Colton Texans tied. Rodrigo, of course, getting uh. Getting released, unfortunately. Eagles and Lions with a high-scoring game, 38-35. I think they're going to lose to the Vikings next week. And then, of course, Thursday we saw the Bills and the Rams. Bills just embarrassed the Rams. Going to week two, though, this Thursday. So tomorrow, Chargers and Chiefs going to be probably one of the best games of the, of the week. Steelers are playing the Patriots. Other big games, we got the Cardinals and Raiders, Bengals and Cowboys, Titans and Bills, Vikings and Eagles. They're all a lot of big games, a lot of big games. Uh, Dolphins and Ravens could be a solid game. Buccaneers Saints. I think the Saints will win because, you know, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady just struggle uh, against each other. I'm sorry. Yeah, against the Saints. Uh, going over to college football now. Like I said, this this podcast is going to be quick. Just wanted to cover football. Uh, I wanted to get this podcast up because I like to get more podcasts up. Of course, this quality is the best today. I know. I know. I didn't really write a script for this one. I just went the freestyle and talk about football. Uh, that happened um, over the weekend because football is bad. And we've seen a lot of football for me on YouTube, on the podcast. So I'm definitely excited. However, we saw BYU upset Baylor 26-20 in double overtime uh, this weekend. Oregon killing Eastern Washington 70-14. But let's do uh, things that matter. Things that matter. Uh, Michigan beating Hawaii 56-10. to 
Kentucky upsetting Florida 26 to 16. I don't know if that was really an upset, though. That was definitely a close game. A lot of people were calling Kentucky. Tennessee beating Pittsburgh 34-27 in overtime. Appalachian State upsetting Texas A&M. That's never a surprise. I mean, it doesn't matter who is playing Appalachian State. Appalachian State always has a chance to win. Okay, I I, I definitely believe that. Uh, of course, they show it. They're always giving teams tough games and even upsetting teams. Uh, Utah beating Southern Utah by 73-7. Alabama and Texas, definitely the best game of the weekend. Alabama winning 20-19. That was a very good game. I watched that game. But Texas, I can say they're back. I can say they're back. Semi-back. Semi-back. They did see their quarterback go down. It looked like a shoulder or collarbone injury. I can't really know. Maybe let's see what the, the news are right now. Quinn Evers must balance future with the presence. Oh, that's not a miracle. Let's see. I mean, B. John Robinson, too. He's got an MRI on his shoulder injury. So Texas definitely you know, had a great game, but at what cost? So, yeah, the quarterback is out four to six weeks with a sternoclavicular sprain. So that was close to the collarbone, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't know my anatomy too much. Uh, this week. And then Notre Dame. Okay. Notre Dame fighting Irish, getting upset by Marshall. Not even surprised. That's a Notre Dame moment. Not even surprised. I wasn't really too confident on Notre Dame. Ended up losing. That was embarrassing. Uh, Buckner is out for the remainder of the year. With I think not remainder of the year, but just the majority of the year. Uh, Drew Pines can be our starter. I think Pines should have been the starter to begin with. Now I'm not ever gonna you know hope injury on Buckner. I, of course, hope he gets better. I just think Pine is our better option. Uh, we're our own two now. We had a close game at Ohio State, then get embarrassed by Marshall. We're playing Cal this week. That this game could go, of course, either way. Some big college matchups though. BYU is hosting 25 ranked Oregon. Penn State is going down to Auburn. We have not too many other games. Texas A&M hosting. 13 Miami, so that could be a very good game. I could call Miami winning that one again. It's going to be a tough start to the season for Texas A&M. Georgia facing South Carolina. I forgot South Carolina has uh, the new quarterback, Spencer Rattler. Uh, not Spencer Rattler. Uh, I think that's his name. can't even think of his name right now. He is – oh, look at his name. Embarrassing. I apologize. I apologize. Spencer Rattler. Yeah, I was right. Okay. I keep thinking of Ritter, Desmond Ritter, but he, he didn't even play for South Carolina. He played for uh, Cincinnati. That's a big week of football, though. Uh, doing my predictions. I'll, I'll actually be seeing tomorrow my predictions for the week. Um, big weekend coming up of the NFL. And then on Friday, I'll do a preview of the Steelers game and the Patriots game. I'll talk about both teams. I'll try to stay a little, still stay a little unbiased. And then Sunday, you'll see be live streaming the game, big game. So definitely uh, tune in for all that. Just wanted to get this podcast up, the big football weekend that happened, college football and NFL. Football's back, though. Fantasy, to cover fantasy real quick, I did lose in two, two out of my three leagues. It was tough. Uh, my main league, okay, that's the one from back home, all my friends. That was Josh Allen I have, Najee Harris, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, of course, is dealing with the hamstring injury. He's, I think he's actually going to be out this Thursday, so I had to put in Darnell Mooney for him. Najee Harris only had 10 points, I think. Dante Johnson only had like 12 points. I have him. Uh, Dalton Schultz, I have. Uh, my other running back was Nick Chubb. He had a lot of yards, but that was it. He didn't have like, any receptions or touchdowns, so he really didn't get me much. He only had like 13 points for me. Uh, Tony Gibson definitely was my breakout star besides Josh Allen. Um, but Tony Gibson, I had him in the flex. He had 20 points for me, so definitely excited for that. 
And my one league, I had the Steelers defense. I think they pulled out 27 points for me. So that was definitely uh, happy about that. But, you know, fantasy, of course, I take that serious because it's fun. Definitely makes you into the game more, but it also makes you stressful because when you when you're when the Steelers are playing like a team that you know that that player has on, like let's say the Steelers are playing the Patriots, and I don't know the, my opponent in fantasy has Mac Jones or no no here, here's a way to explain it. Let's say Steelers are playing Patriots, okay, and I have Mac Jones. Well, then I'm kind of room for Mac Jones to play good, but I don't want him to play good because then if he plays good. It puts the, it puts the Steelers in jeopardy of losing. That's what I'm trying to explain. Or like, let's say I didn't have Dante Johnson. Or I didn't have Najee Harris. Okay, and I'm playing the Patriots this week. The Steelers are playing the Patriots this week, and my opponent has Najee Harris. Well, I'm gonna be like, well, please, Najee, please don't, uh, <laughs> you know, do good. But at the same time, I want you to do good so you can help us win. So that's the only thing I dislike about fantasy because it, it it messes you up when you're like you're rooting for your team. Um, that's always what happened. That's why I like after week 14, because you know you don't gotta worry about it, but. I don't know. That's the only thing that messes with me. I don't know if anybody else is like that. Just, you know, when when you're, you're playing, you're, when your favorite team is playing a team, but your opponent in fantasy has players, of course, like on your team and something like that. It just, it's just tough. Who do, you, who do you root for? I usually do always favor with the Steelers. Okay, I'd rather see, you know, if I if I didn't have – I do have Najee, but let's say uh, my opponent had Chase Claypool. I'd rather see Chase Claypool get a game-winning touchdown for 99 yards than – course when in fantasy sometimes but it is what it is uh hope you guys enjoyed the short nfl recap and college football recap from the weekend podcast once again i'm going to be live streaming this sunday the steelers and patriots game i'll do my nfl predictions for the week two tomorrow and i'll do a steelers preview only against the new England patriots on friday make sure to subscribe to my youtube big dunge follow me on spotify or like me on spotify and then also follow me on tiktok which is also called big dunge i'm out guys peace